Hello, and welcome to Cannabis for the Rest of Us. I started this journey to learn more about all things cannabis and share what I find with other adults. We begin season two with the ABCs of CBD, a compound which is found in both traditional cannabis plants and hemp. It has the potential to help with a variety of health issues, and I wanted to learn more. My guest today is Elisa Kino, who transitioned from a successful career in the cosmetics industry to helping people learn about CBD products through her company, Cannabusiness CBD, a hemp lifestyle brand. She also represents Canaway, whose goal is to share the life-changing benefits of hemp-based CBD with people around the world. Thank you for joining me on Cannabis for the Rest of Us. We're opening season two with your episode today, and I'm very excited about that. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. You started your professional career in the cosmetics and beauty industry. What led you to working in the CBD community? Well, my favorite thing really about that industry came down to my passion for helping people, um, women in particular, feel better about themselves. So when that phase of my career ended, I was really open open to seeing what other industries that my my unique skill set could transfer to that would still allow me to service and help um, women and people really in general just feel better about themselves. So I started reaching out to past colleagues for ideas and inspiration, and I am thankful every day that one of them introduced me to this business and not only have I been able to benefit from CBD personally but with this company I get the pleasure um, of helping others feel better on a daily basis. So how did that introduction take place? What what happened there? Did she just come up to you and say hey I know about this great thing but tell me about that. No it was um, you know via one of our favorite uh, professional social media sites LinkedIn and I was just reaching out again to you know, past people who I had formerly, you know, been in business with and mm-hmm. done business with to see what they were up to in the next phases of their career. And it was there where um, where this all came to, be, came to be. So this episode is entitled The ABCs of CBD. And I know that CBD is found both in the cannabis sativa plant mm-hmm. and its hemp cousin. But can you tell me... What is CBD? <laughs> I would love to. And the fact that, you know, a little over a year ago, I didn't even know what CBD was. Um, well, like most of America. Right, right. So I'm, uh, you know, I certainly had my aha moments when I was learning about it. Um, so you are correct. Actually, the hemp plant and the marijuana plant are both categorized um, as cannabis sativa plants in that plant family. However, um, they are not the same. Again, they're grown for very different reasons. We know that hemp is grown for uh, many industrial purposes. It's got over 5,000 different uses, um, whereas marijuana is primarily grown for uh, the psychoactive effects of the flowers Mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. the plant. Um, And I just, you know, I use the comparison. Yes, they are both considered cannabis. So when someone says the word cannabis, they could really be referring to to either plant. Um, Just like when someone says citrus, 
they could be referring to an orange or a lime or a lemon. They're all very different uh, fruits, but they are still all part of the citrus family. So I, I like to use that analogy when I'm describing the difference of hemp and marijuana to people. Um, the My company, uh, Canna Business, is a hemp lifestyle brand. Um, and the, the products that I represent are all derived from hemp. So they're, that is the primary function of, of my business um, and what I promote. So all of the products that I represent are non-psychoactive. So try as you might, you are not going to get high from, from anything that I have to do with. <laughs> so within that, even within the, the traditional marijuana plant mm-hmm. and, and hemp, how does CBD fit into that? I mean, what is it? Got it. So CBD actually is just a a nickname, if you will, for uh, cannabidiol. So cannabidiol is CBD. CBD is cannabidiol. And it is uh, basically, it's one of over 100 cannabinoids that are found in the hemp plant or in the cannabis plant. Um, Surprisingly, CBD or cannabidiol is also um, naturally found in other common plants and herbs. But the CBD is the same type of compound, even though it's from different types of plants? Correct. How does CBD, especially with hemp or coming from from traditional marijuana, Mm -hmm. um, how does that interact with the human body? I mean, what what does it help support? Sure. So what we found, and it wasn't too long ago, I mean, we're talking, you know, just in, you know, the 80s, that we discovered that um, in humans, we have a, what we call our endogenous cannabinoid system, what we call our endocannabinoid system, or ECS, I'm sorry, ECS for short. Um, that sounds like science. Yes, it is. It's very, it's very sciencey. Um, we actually have CB1 and CB2 receptors throughout our central nervous system and our brain and our immune system. And what we've discovered is that when we engage uh, these CB1 and CB2 receptors by stimulating it by ingesting these uh, phytocannabinoids or cannabinoids, you know, coming from plants, that it actually helps to regulate all of our bodily functions to put us uh, in a state of balance or what we refer to as a state of homeostasis, which just allows you as an individual and your body to operate in a more optimal way. So wait, are you saying that the science out there um, is basically saying that the human body is is naturally wired with these receptors and that CBD, for lack of a better expression, can flow to these various receptors? Absolutely. So it was 1937, actually, when the Marijuana Tax Act yes. came yes. into effect and made it just very unappealing and very costly for our American farmers to farm hemp. So it was really around that time that cannabinoids fell out of our food supply. So if you just think about it, all of our founding fathers are, you know, this country was raised on hemp, oh, so sure. to speak. It was a commodity. So it I mean, was absolutely a commodity. George Washington grew it at Mount Vernon, you right? You got it. Um, Betsy Ross knitted her first uh, flag um, out of, you know, hemp, uh, 
threads. Threads? And it's, it's, we grew it, our livestock ate it, we then ate that livestock and the milks that came from that livestock. So we were really stimulating and feeding our you know, can endocannabinoid system for years and years and years and years. And it was very interesting because cannabinoids were also a very big part of the uh, pharmacopoeia uh, back in the day as well, before we had uh, our, you know, traditional Western medicine as we know it today. Is it good for pets? That's a great question, and the answer is yes. And the reason why is because all mammals, not only humans, um, have what I talked about, that ECS, that endocannabinoid system. So the same way that we, as a human, would benefit, all of our furry friends would benefit from it as well. Is it especially good for dogs, cats, At all of snakes? It. Yeah, well, snakes aren't mammals. <laughs> Some people are just snakes. <laughs> I don't believe that snakes are mammals, so I'm going to say not snakes. Again, but, science. <laughs> science. But um, dogs, cats, livestock, horses, you name it. If it's a mammal, it can benefit from uh, phytocannabinoids. We're talking about this compound. What are some of the ways that you can consume it to put it into your system? I mean, are there some ways that are better than others? But let's talk a little bit. How can you consume CBD? Got it. So there uh, are a number of ways that you can consume CBD. Um, I would say the most popular is using a a CBD oil or a tincture in which you um, put and hold it underneath your tongue so it can be absorbed sublingually into your bloodstream, which is a fairly quick way to get it into your system versus just swallowing it and having it go through your digestive system. Oh, I see. So instead of it going into your stomach and then going flowing from there, so to speak, you're putting it under your tongue. And it's, so it's absorbed through, obviously, your mouth and your tongue as opposed to going through your stomach. Correct. So it's always a best practice to hold your oil or your tincture underneath your tongue for 30 to 60 seconds, uh, you know, and allow that to penetrate before you swallow so that you can get the most bang for your buck. Okay, we've talked about oil and tinctures. Can you vape it? Absolutely. And it's really funny because vaping CBD is actually very good for you. Um, I know vaping uh, gets a bad rap and it's because a lot of vapes contain um, PEG 400, which is an unhealthy additive that is added to a lot of the vaping oils and things that are out there in the public. Um, But vaping CBD in particular, um, the CBD from the CBD vape, the hemp vape from Canaway is actually a pure CBD uh, with terpenes. So that is actually even faster. That Vaping is the fastest way to actually get the CBD into your system. Think about all of the issues that we have with our lungs that can be addressed uh, with a vape, with a CBD vape. With vaping, are we talking uh, ground up hemp? flour, raw flour, or is it traditionally, like you were saying, an oil? I mean, do people like grind it up and use it? No. No. That wouldn't be, no. <laughs> no. No. You wouldn't, Best to be avoided, you wouldn't you're do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that, yeah, it, it's generally, it's a, a 
an oil, a CBD oil that is specially formulated for vaping. So if you do possess um, or have a CBD oil, don't think that all CBD oils can just be vaped. There are only particular ones. So you want to make sure if that's your end game, you want to vape, make sure that you're purchasing a CBD oil that is particularly made for vaping. So I've been reading a lot and hearing a lot about CBD infused cooking, you know, so edibles and beverages. What's that process like? I mean, I'm assuming that yes, you can cook with it. Yeah, you're right. So yes, you can cook with it, but it is affected by temperatures. So temperatures that might be too hot or even too cold. So you wouldn't want to freeze it or put it on anything that's too cold um, because we want to maintain the integrity of the molecule and it can be affected by temperature. So if you are going to cook with it, um, it's often used as a finishing oil or um, added to people often add it to smoothies um, and just beverages in general or as a a drizzle even on top or in a salad dressing something that you're not necessarily cooking so kind of after the cooking process. Correct. You can use it in a cooking process but you wouldn't want to bake anything above I would say 200 degrees. So I don't really want to put anything like on a bison steak while I'm cooking it or a pork chop because I just wasted a bunch of money. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. (laughs) Okay. Um, So you've mentioned a couple times that that you work uh, for Canaway. You're a rep for Canaway. Yes. Um, I know it's one of the most established uh, companies in the CBD business. And there's just, there's some ambiguity about CBD. I mean, you see all the time, oh, it's legal in all 50 states. And that's not necessarily true. It's available in all 50 states. So I'm curious, how did Canaway come to being in this space? And did the FDA play a role in this? Did they need like a license or an approval? I mean, just walk me through that. So, um, yes, we're definitely an established company in the market, and we actually often refer to ourselves as a company of firsts. In fact, our parent company, Medical Marijuana Incorporated, was the first publicly traded cannabis company in the United States. And for those of you who are curious, uh, you can find it with the stock ticker MJ. NA. Um, what they did was when they were getting started, uh, it's funny because yes, the name is Medical Marijuana Incorporated, but once they established themselves, they realized wh- that they wanted to move forward in the hemp uh, and CBD business. And when was this? When did they form? When they, did they formed start? in 2009 uh, when they realized that they wanted to bring a sustainable CBD hemp-derived CBD-rich hemp oil to the people of the United States, they knew because at that time it was illegal to grow hemp in the United States. So they absolutely worked with the FDA as well as the DEA. uh, Joy. Yeah, (laughs) right? (laughs) So easy. Um, You know, they worked to establish a legal pipeline to import hemp from uh, farms in Northern Europe. So this was very groundbreaking, very significant, and actually paved the way for many other companies 
to follow uh, in our footsteps. Uh, we also set really strict quality standards with our products, uh, with our triple lab testing. Uh, which is very, very important because you have to think about if you're taking CBD oil as a nutritional supplement, uh, what good is that doing for you if it's been farmed and grown with herbicides, pesticides, etc.? So how long did it take to get that approval process with the DEA and FDA? I can't imagine it was overnight. No, I, I can't imagine that it was either. And that was a little bit before my time, mm -hmm. um, obviously with the company. But they uh, established, the, again, themselves and became publicly traded in 2009 and actually established the pipeline for making cannabidiol and other um, products in 2011 and began full distribution across U.S. state lines as well as international distribution in 2012. So it probably took a couple years before, because they're not going to sell unless they're completely legit, right? Correct. And that is, again, one of the reasons why our products are currently not distributed to Canada, because we have not come to an agreement with their government be to, legally imported? to be legally imported um, but it's hemp. in that market. <laughs> right? I mean, well, it, it, I know, but it's just you've got to follow the laws. And we know that that's very important to us and to who we are and, and just really the DNA of, of our business and our company. I'd like to know a little bit more about their product range and, you know, whether some people might benefit from using one type of product or another. Can you tell me a little bit about um, their products in general? Absolutely. So um, first and foremost, that's my favorite thing to do. I consider myself <laughs> um, an educator. I have a training background. So I love to educate and inform people um, about, you know, the different products that are available. It's certainly not a, a one size fits all. So I am here to make sure people are informed. And then if they're interested in starting a regimen for themselves, then I can certainly point them in the right direction and, and guide them with that process. Um, we offer a wide range of products from full spectrum CBD products, which are whole, uh, whole plant extract. So basically you're extracting the oil from the plant and using all of the cannabinoids that that come with it. And um, that's called the entourage effect, right? Well, when you're taking that because you're getting the plant as when you can take the supplement in a form that is as close to how it exists in nature, that is where you are going to tend to see the most benefits from. Um, however, one of those cannabinoids, even found in the hemp plant, is THC, which is the psychoactive uh, cannabinoid that's heavily found in marijuana that can can get you high but even though it exists in the hemp plant it's a very 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 low percentage but when you talk about the entourage effect it's all of those cannabinoids working together that really make a difference i like to talk about the um, that minimal amount of thc in the hemp plant kind of like having uh, a really small amount of alcohol in cough syrup. You would get sick <laughs> before you would get drunk from drinking cough syrup to 
try to get a buzz. Get, get a buzz. Right. Absolutely. Right. So it's really just in there for because that's how it exists in nature. However, we do offer a pure CBD or what might be referred to as an isolate. And that is... Yeah, tell me about that. What an isolate is, is like I said, it's a pure CBD. So you're only getting that CBD molecule. Ours is carried in and, you know, an MCT oil, a multi-chain triglyceride oil as a carrier oil. And what's great about this is this is a wonderful product um, for anyone who could lose their livelihood if they were tested for you know get drug testing in their work environment and for any reason could lose their job if they were tested and and found any levels of THC even though they're very very low and could possibly not even show up if there's a chance that you might lose your job or your livelihood then we do offer um, a WADA certified pure CBD oil and what that means is that it's certified by the World Anti-Doping Association so even an Olympic athlete we have quite a few professional athletes that represent the Canaway brand. And what do they take it for? I mean, I want to circle back to isolates in a second, but in general, if you have, I mean, that uh, an Olympic athlete is a rare breed of person. Yes. So in general, what would these athletes be using a CBD product for? So as I mentioned, we've got receptors on our immune system and our nervous system. So what Generally speaking, it is an antioxidant. It is and has significant anti-inflammatory properties and anti-anxiety properties. So those are some of the benefits that we get from supplementing CBD on a regular basis. So you can imagine that uh, an athlete uh, has a lot of inflammation going on in their body. Circling back to the isolate for uh, a minute. That seems to me like the name implies it's isolated, right? Yes. So is there an isolate that you would take that might help with a specific um, condition to help support or provide relief for that um, condition? We are identifying different cannabinoids every single day still and learning about them. Yes. And so, yes, there are certain other cannabinoids even besides CBD that we have identified uh, trigger uh, certain receptors and have different uh, benefits within within the body. But again, all of that is still uh, in its infancy and we look forward to much more research coming out. So I've noticed over the past year, it just seems like there's a complete CBD revolution going on in this country. I mean, that term CBD has entered our lexicon as a society. So what happened over the past year and and how is Canaway adapting to it? Because I'm assuming you have a lot more competition. Absolutely. We are seeing and hearing about CBD absolutely everywhere. And you will find, just like any other type of product, some of them are great, some of them are good, and some of them are maybe not so good, Uh, which is, again, why you'll hear me say, know your source. So really, it's all about being an educated consumer. Um, Read your labels, do your homework, and just know that not all CBD is created equal. So do you think that the regulation 
um, and legalization of, of hemp might also be laying the groundwork for legalizing traditional cannabis? One thing we know for sure, in the states that have more lenient marijuana laws, there are significantly less incidents of opioid overdoses. So again, to me, it all goes back to the education and being an informed consumer. Legalizing it may not fix all of the problems, but it certainly will be a a step in the right direction. But we really need to continue to educate ourselves. And again, know your source and read your labels and do your homework and if you're taking you know anything as a nutritional supplement it's really important to know what's in it and where it comes from well and that's the whole reason i started this podcast was for education because as part of the cannabis community i needed to learn and i wanted to learn more about it for exactly those reasons what are you putting into your body and how is it going to affect you and where can you get information about it so how can people find you online they can go to my website which is cannabusiness.com that would be cannabis with a k k a n n a B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S, which is information and products. Where else can I find you online? You can find me on Facebook at Cannabusiness. You can find me on Instagram at CannabusinessCBD. If you need to reach me by email, that would be Elise.HempLifestyle at gmail.com. That's awesome. And we'll put all of that in the show notes so people can find it really easy. So it's just a click and they don't have to write things down. Especially if you're driving while you're listening (laughs) to this podcast, don't write anything down. It'll be in the show notes and you can look at it later. Well, Elise, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a genuine pleasure. And again, I needed to learn more about the the CBD world. So thank you for sharing what you know. It's my pleasure. That is why I got into this business. Again, it was just to educate people and help people live better lives. Thank you for listening to Cannabis for the Rest of Us. Please subscribe and help us grow. Check out our show notes for more information about this podcast, Got a Story Media, and our sponsor, Three Wells. You can find us at gotastory.com. That's G-O-T-T-A-S-T-O-R-Y.com.